Hi there, and welcome to the Two Dudes Talk Tattoos podcast. I am one of your hosts on the show. My name is Ryan Othis. You can find me online at bettertattooing.com, the YouTube channel Better Tattooing, as well as on Instagram at Ryan underscore Othis. That's R-I-A-N underscore O-T-H-U-S on Instagram. <clears throat> I just got a Facebook for the first time, so it's it has, I think, I like five friends on there. I'm not really a social media person, so you can find me on there, too, if you want to, but I'm, I'm probably not going to add you as a friend. Anyways. Uh, my co-host name is Brian Matthew. It's Matthew with one T. You can find him online at Brian Matthew underscore illustrations on Instagram at the Scarlet Veil Tattoo and Taylor Fit Tattoo Gallery uh, located in Rogers, Arkansas. Beautiful Rogers, Arkansas. Uh, today, it's just going back to roots. We've had a couple guests on for the past couple weeks. And uh, while we could have had someone on today, we have had a bit of a distraction from our normal operating procedure. So we didn't have someone come in. I'm making a lot of fidgeting with my hands, aren't I, right now? Maybe I should just stop, do that, and start making good recording as opposed to that. Um, anyways, on the show today, we're going to be talking about tattooing dead pigs, which is probably one of my favorite segments that we've put together since we started doing this show. I don't know. I laughed pretty hard. I hope that all of you will as well. It's it. We had a lot of fun talking about this, and the family came to visit on both sides it's just an all-around good, good episode. So I don't have any homework for anyone this week, so you can take the week off. Yay! Thanks, Professor Ryan and Brian, for not making me think about a bunch of weird philosophical stuff. But if you do want to have something to do, why don't you go out and just find something in your backyard? Bring it in. Give it a draw. I know even if you're not an artist or you don't consider yourself, and I'm air quoting pretty hard here, an artist, right, because... You draw stuff and it doesn't look like good art to you. Still go give it a shot. Interact with your environment in a different way. How about when you're walking down the street instead of looking down at your feet? Look up. Uh, don't do that when you're driving, of course, because it's sunny and summer in the northern hemisphere right now. So you'll probably get blinded. Um, so you don't do that. But anyways, that's going to be it for right now for me. I hope all of you have a great time. We'll be talking to you at the end of the show. And without further ado, there you go. I did turn comments off on one of the videos on the, the YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Because I said something and people were commenting idiotic garbage. Scabbage. So the video is about can you tattoo or practice tattooing on pig skin? And I said, yeah, you can, but it's, it's just pointless. Like, why do it? It's expensive. You know, it's rotting fucking flesh. The cleanup's going to be a mess all these things and people are like that's how i learned you're fucking wrong like legit that was one of the comments everyone in my <laughs> town does it you are blatantly wrong go fuck yourself got a comment nice I, I somebody getting a comment more with me 12 people about how i'm a fucking idiot because i don't tattoo on pigskin to practice so i wanted to get your take um <laughs> i've never tattooed pigskin a single fucking day in my life no. So fuck you guys, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> One, that's off. fucking gross. Yeah. Two, I don't want to smell that shit. <laughs> Three, it's not reactionary and it's not going to act like normal, natural human skin, right? It's fucking dead skin. It's not going to be anywhere near the same. The only thing you might get out of it is you might get somewhat close to the idea of needle depth, 
but you're still going to be wrong because the skin depth is completely fucking different because it's a goddamn animal. <laughs> Guess what? They have thicker skin. <laughs> yeah. That's what everyone, like, even about the science. The epidermis of a pig is pretty, it's quite close to a human epidermis. Dermal layer is different. That's what we interact with the tattoo. <laughs> Plus, it's fucking dead. It's fucking dead. And you want to go tattoo a corpse and think that it's, oh, this is going to hold great. It's fucking dead. I don't, oh my God, rotting pig flesh. How are you going to save that to check back and see how much you've improved? Put it in the fridge? Well, I mean, <laughs> like, we're not saying that you can't tattoo no, pig skin. Can't. We're just saying You're it's st- fucking dumb. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot if you do it. It doesn't, I don't. Anyways, comments are turned off on that one. I'll probably get negative review bombed on whatever, which is fucking fine. <laughs> Just so tired. Of well, the, once again, the the issue that goes into like explaining things or just bringing up opinions and tattooing is that people are so uh, dead set on their specific idea, right? Like they're, aha, this is the way you do it because that drunk 50-year-old guy told me that this is how you do it. Yeah. Okay, but there's more than one fucking way to practice, right? Like one, why the fuck aren't you just tattooing yourself? Right? Like just tattoo your own goddamn leg, guy. Mm-hmm. Or gal. Uh, yeah. It's gonna be the best way that you fucking learn, right? Why are you... Like sacrificing this pig to the tattoo gods. <laughs> there we go. We can bring it all back around. That's the big thing, right? That's it. That's how we're going to get there and give this some real meat, some real fucking meaning in the universe. Let's just tattoo all the dead pigs out there. Like, this is so fucking stupid. Right. I'm so aggro at that. Like, I wanted to remove the video. I'm so pissed off at people. Don't remove the video. Just comment on it and be like, you can be fucking dumb if you want to be fucking dumb. But like, you can also make intelligent decisions. Oh, right? I, yeah. Like, it's not fucking complicated. Once again, no part of tattooing is actual rocket science, regardless no. of how we talk about it. <laughs> you know? No. You, don't have to do, you don't have to tattoo dead shit, right? No. Like, this is just fucking <laughs> goofy. Killed this squirrel out back last week. I figure I'm going to give him a back piece. Like, fuck off. Like, no one's doing that. <laughs> Just go into the morgue and play with the cadavers. Going, you know what? This guy would look sick with a tribal tap. <laughs> He's not. He's still going to look dead. <laughs> he gets no enjoyment out of this. <laughs> right. There's no entertainment. Maybe for you, but I won't go down that fucking road. Um, yeah, I had to turn off comments. I just couldn't deal with it anymore. It was bothering me. I was wasting so much time. Just like like fuming, ruminating, like holding all this stuff in about these people. Like, how can they be so fucking stupid? And then, uh, you know, I thought just of how you. how the world goes. Hey, you're just telling me that people are dumb. <laughs> you're thinking too much about this, Ryan. <laughs> you know, and there, there's a lot of cases, right, where like, okay, so like, not everyone's fucking stupid, right? But people as a whole will react really idiotically to what could be really simple scenarios and situations, right? Just because you watched a video of a guy saying, hey, don't tattoo the dead pick," does not mean you have a reason to fucking uh, 
verbally assault somebody or <laughs> act like a degenerate moron and tell this person that he's wrong because that person did not say it's not physically possible to tattoo a dead pig. He just said, don't tattoo the dead fucking pig. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stupid. It's like people can't separate reality from entertainment still. So they go online, they're like, he's talking to me. I don't know you. I don't know where the fuck you're from. I don't know your favorite color. I don't know your favorite food. I don't know what high school you went to. I don't know if you graduated. I don't fucking care. These are theory-based courses that we're putting out. It's fucking theory. <laughs> here's, here's like really great prime examples, right? Like I can learn the anatomy of a frog inside and out without ever having to chop one open because some motherfucker already did that for me in the 1800s. <laughs> wrote it down in a fucking book you don't have a book you got the right yeah we have pictures <laughs> we know it works <laughs> we don't have to do it again i just i like who came up with this because i'd never heard about this until the tv shows came out never i, I don't know it the only thing that i could have in my brain is to like why you would have the apprentice tattooing pigs right or like pig ears uh, uh hunks of fucking skin or whatever the fuck else right the only reason is that you were too afraid to have your apprentice tattoo you, you. <laughs> or themselves yeah. that you decided to weave it up to the poor dead animal down there at the butcher <laughs> shop right he's already been through enough <laughs> but like realistically uh. Your best way to learn is to just tattoo yourself. You're going to feel how it actually fucking feels. You're going to react to how it feels, right? And you're just going to learn faster. Yeah. You'd be invested that it actually turns out well because it's going to be on yourself as well, you know? Like, common right. sense. Oh, it bothers me. You get the pig thing and then the fruit thing. And this has been pervasive. I don't know who started tattooing fruit. But the poor fucking oranges and grapefruits out there don't deserve it either. Like, it's not, it's not <laughs> translatable. Fruit skin is not really skin, guys. Like, it's not human skin. The cellular makeup, if you don't know, is completely fucking different. It's not the same. It's not equivalent. Doing stuff and being like, why are you up here? I feel like we don't need science to explain that an apple skin or an orange skin is not human skin. <laughs> <laughs> cellular makeup. <laughs> I tattooed a banana the other day. And it was just like a human. No one has ever said that. <laughs> I understand. It's like you want to show off your work online so that people can say that you're fucking fancy. And then I don't know who you're fucking, but they probably have jaundice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I guess that'll bring us down to the third one fake skin. Fake skin is not really how skin is, it doesn't react the same. You, you can. It's a piece of silicone. You can beat the fuck out of that. They make sex toys out of silicone. You can use those for a long time if you take care of them. You can beat the shit out of them too. It's not the same. You can't do to that fake skin what you could do to normal skin. I see people take it like 20 hours and just sitting there and slowly fan building up blends and stuff on it. Like, look at how good my shit is. It's like, that's not, that's not a tattoo. You know? I like the idea of fake skin. If you're working with like a, a troubled tattoo artist or somebody, et cetera, and you're just trying to show them hand motions. Oh, yeah. Right? Acoustics, hand motions. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. 
right? Because it, it just gets them used to a feeling, right? Tell them not to pay attention to the actual fucking skin because the end result there, it's bizarre. Yeah. But <laughs> just get used to the idea of moving your hand around, right? Yeah. Then have them tattoo themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's, there's a step two to this process and they have to tattoo themselves afterwards, right? Yeah. <clears throat> you got your thighs and if you can bend your leg, you got the inside of your calves. There's a lot of space right. there. Doing palm size tattoos, that's you know, 10 tattoos that you can do it. That's a lot of practice. That's a lot of practice. That's after you do that, then you graduate to tattooing your friends that will probably never be your friends again after you give them that bad tattoo. But it's what we all had to go through. That's your right. sacrifice. You, you 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 commit to the job, which you won't have any time as soon as you get famous, you know, to have friends anyways. So you just might as well get accustomed to it now and use them while you can. <laughs> Toss them out, you know, and then uh get better. And charge them right. right as well. Discount of rate, the friend rate, right? Ten percent off or some shit. <laughs> Shop's gonna have their cuts. Thanks, dude. I was so upset about that. I don't even know why. Like it bothered me so much. And I, you know, I went and I checked like these people's YouTube's because you can stalk people now, you know, electronically, and it's fine. Um, I looked, and this dude had like a couple tattoo videos, and his shit was just bunk. It was so garbage. It was just like what, like. People aren't going to take the time to go and look at the things that you're saying, but you're you're contrasting or contending or completely arguing a point when you don't have, like, I'm not trying to turn it into some like meritocracy for my tattoos look better than you. Like maybe the dude knows a ton of stuff, but you're if you're wrong and you don't back it up with evidence, then you're just being a dipshit. And people who don't know what evidence is or how to find things based on evidence are going to look at that and they may be like, yeah, you're right. Fuck, I'll just go tattoo a dead pig. <laughs> Pigs start flying off the shelves. All of a sudden, there's carcasses ending up in the middle of the streets. We're floating down a you know a sea of tattooed piggies and mayhem. I'm a very, I'm a very big fan of the devil's advocate, right? Like, if you want to waste your money buying some fucking butchered up pigs, you go right ahead, buddy. <laughs> I'm not gonna stop well, you. I'm just gonna laugh at you. People are saying that they're only buying the skin. They're getting the skin peeled off of stuff and they're going to come back and slap it down on their fucking kitchen table and that's how they practice. <laughs> Ooh, if you want like tapeworms and shit, I guess. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. It's like even when you remove it, the skin's not going to be a consistent thickness. Right? It's not. Right. It's not going to be able All to be stretched. Tissues it's just, it's just be removed. Up. All your tissues just Right. Everything about just, the skin's ruined. It's disgusting. Like it's just and you've just got these fucking tattooed pork rinds laying around. You know what I mean? I just, ah, uh, man, I'll lose my fucking. Uh, okay, so like, Jesus Christ, everybody has change in their car, right? Or like stuck in a fucking couch cushion, some fucking where. Go find a penny. A penny is one point five two millimeters fucking thick, right? Get a penny. Just That's it. That's all you penny. need to know about fucking line work. <laughs> You don't have to. You don't even have to practice. <laughs> Put your needles out. <laughs> fucking same depth as that goddamn pentium. Let it rip. Uh, look at the nib of a ballpoint pen. Go take a bick. Look at the end of it. How far is that sticking out? Just under two mil. Copy. It's fucking. It's so bizarre. It's so stupid. I hate seeing the ninja sword stuff. I actually so so for the first time. And I'll fucking look, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> when I was working out a fucking tattoo, right? I too was in a scenario where I was really confused and curious about how the fuck people did line work. 
right? And when I asked, like, well, how do you do this? Like, how do you see the needle and shit? The literal answer I got was, well, you can write with a pen, can't you, you fucking idiot? (laughs) I was like, well, yeah, no shit. (laughs) Okay, well, you don't have to stare at the very end of the fucking needle to be able to write with your pen. Yeah. (laughs) And then it all fucking clicked. It just made sense. Like, Jesus Christ, if I just, like, do this shit, I don't actually have to focus on a whole lot because it's just like fucking writing or drawing or anything else. You get used to a hand motion and that's it. That's it. Right. There's, there's a tiny, 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 tiny percent of science that goes into this. Right. And it's literally 1.52 millimeters worth of science. (laughs) The rest of it is just doing your damn job. Just do your damn job. You can think about the other things. Technique is complex. If you want to understand the fundamental science stuff like we do because we're geeks, you can always get into it, but it's not a necessary requirement for a fucking job. Just hang it out. Right. Press different depths, you know, press harder or softer depending on the size of grouping that you're using. Keep the same fucking angle, about 70 fucking degrees, maybe down to 45, no greater than that, and just keep the needles against the back of the fucking tube. It's not hard. It's not hard. It's harder to drive a stick. It's basically just like writing with a pen. (laughs) (laughs) Take a quill pen. Can you write with it? Yeah. Okay, do that. Can't write with a quill pen straight up and down, can you? If you tip down too far, it doesn't work either. You can't pull backwards. It will dump all the fucking ink out. What happens? You write very specifically with it. Uh, That'd be a good practice thing, actually. I never even thought about that. I could grab one of those fucking old quillers. Just fucking here. Do your line work with this shit. (laughs) That'd be so mean. People like, that's bad. Oh, I don't know how to do it. Well, you're not gonna be able to tattoo very good, are you? <laughs> the name of this episode is Brian doesn't care about your fucking tattooing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that that's what I was gonna say. So I finally did it. I tried a pen style machine. I've used rotaries, like swash drive. I had a fucking Numa, you know, back in the day. Those were stupid. Sorry, Carson. Those are stupid. And so I tried one, and and everyone's trying to explain to me kind of how to use it. And you know, they got the different flywheels on these fucking things, the cams, different sizes, and then they've got the adjustable ends and stuff. And so I set mine up, the fucking smallest shit I could go, hung it out super fucking small, right? And I used because I see like I don't. I didn't know all the different sizes of the cams, but one of the machines I had had like a five mil cam or something on it. Like, I don't know. It was like the throw on that dude was like straight up Bruce Lee punching. It was crazy. Like whole arm coming out of this thing. <laughs> there was no ink coming out. And was like, oh, that's my favorite liner. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, I'm not using this. Set it down. Grab the other one, like a an adjustable cam on it, which is kind of cool. So you could go in here from like two, two, 2.0 up to 4.3 or something, right? But I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, that's the one that I have. You can adjust. Yeah. So I set it to like, what was it, like three. Set my fucking depth on ex- on the, you know, extension on this stuff. And I was just like, and just powered through it. I was like, wow, you lined really fast with that. How'd you do that? I'm like, depth, it's the same as a liner when you use it in a coil. <laughs> it's just a little right. bit slower. Shading on those things is kind of fun. The color packing, I think, works a lot better in comparison with um, at least like my hand motion. I thought it was pretty cool, but it, it felt weird because it was just as heavy as a coil machine. 
I didn't have, I had a different feedback because I had a cord on mine. Everyone has all these battery packs and all some crazy fucking, they look like the Statue of Liberty tattooing now. Right. You know, and with the cord pulling back on it, the, the pressure coming off the back was different. So I had to do like a reverse grip through the fingers over top and like try to run my lines like this to make sure my wrist wasn't getting super tired because it was really weird. I, 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 I don't know. That back pressure off of the coil machine, I've been using it for so long, I know where it's at when I'm bending and twisting and trying right. to go, like running my lines, and I couldn't feel it with it. It was really weird and it was slow. Oh my God, dude. So the needles moving so slow. I had to crank it up to like maximum voltage is nine. I cranked up to 13. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> and I, then I turned it down to 11 because it was not working very well. It's like, okay, so this is probably the maximum voltage this machine can hold right now. And it was just like butter. Whoop, 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 whoop. It was great, you know? I think I'm going to go buy one. I'm going to go to Dragonhawk and uh, do that because we've had people actually getting on there and listening to us. I, I did have, oh, sorry, not hog too much fucking airtime here. We had a critique. <laughs> Speaking of Dragonhawk, this, this lady, Karen, is just like the best human being on the planet. When I was talking to her, she's like, I listen to your show. Well, like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Did you write us a review? She's like, yes, I did. So that's great. Do you have any critiques for us? Like, we'd love to hear some feedback. She's like, the show is fucking great. Your, your advertisement is the worst thing I've ever heard in my entire life. She's like, I don't even know. Should I buy it? There's no code being said in it. Like, it sounds like you're kind of being mean about it. I'm like, no, they're great. That's the whole point, right? You can just, it's a hundred bucks. You buy it, use it for well, throw it away. But is it good? Like, shouldn't you guys be trying to sell it? I'm like, no. I use it every week. <laughs> do you have a? Do you actually use Dragonhawk rotary? Yeah, but yeah, no. I uh, I have two Dragonhawk machines, um, and probably two more in a drawer somewhere. But yeah. uh, I use the wireless mass machine for like conventions and shit like that, travel. And then I have a wired one, like you were saying. It's adjustable from. Uh, a 2.8 millimeter stroke all the way up to 4.2 millimeter stroke mm. and i use that one almost fucking daily when you're when you're looking at stroke right you just have to think about it as stroke is how your needle is going to build momentum right yeah. so uh all your larger groupings higher stroke right yeah, so yeah. three 3.5 to four <laughs> millimeter or higher is just for your large grouping needles, right? Yeah. 3.5 to 3 is just for your small grouping needles. Yeah. Yeah. I was, so like, I was if you're running your three liner, you just put it on three millimeter and then run that shit at eight volts, you're going to do perfect lines every time. Yeah. I was talking to people about that. Mm. The idea that the larger grouping is going to end up hitting the skin and it's going to have more to push through, it's going to force the skin right. to move further down. <clears throat> and if it does that, you're going to need to have that extra momentum and length for it to actually break through the skin and it's like a boulder versus a rock hitting the water right exactly see learning every day <laughs> <laughs> i love you too um <laughs> yeah and i see that's that's the other thing too it's like the i, I like how they're adjustable. what do you normally use your your like dragon hawk rotary for are you using it for like an all-arounder or it's just only like a specific this is whatever i feel like for that yeah. day um if i do like uh, like the bob the builder tattoo i use the dragon hog rotary for the whole thing 
everything's really small, tight, intricate, et cetera, yeah. right? So that machine just makes it a little bit easier to navigate for that kind of shit, right? Mm. But like, if I'm gonna line out a full sleeve or a full back or something like that, I'm just gonna put my coil on and rip yeah. through it. That makes sense. How did you, or what groupings did you use on that background and that saw? Because that was that was tight, dude. That was really cool. I did some bloodlines with uh, bug pin three, so basically single needles, yeah. and then I just used a seven mag, seven oh, right curved. Mm-hmm. It's like little tight fucking packs going through that. The fucking sun rays, mm-hmm. the negative space that like that was beautiful, dude. That fucking gradation through that stuff, fantastic. And Bob's face took forever. Um, I bet, dude. <laughs> I, I was figuring like that saw would be like maybe three, three and a half hours of just like little fine fucking detail and stuff going into it. Yeah, Bob's. I think the saw, the saw itself was probably right on like three and a half. Yeah. And then Bob's 45 to an hour, right? Just whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool, dude. That's rad. There you go, Karen. We talked about Dragonhawk in a positive way. This uh, ad spot's <laughs> just for you. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no logical reason to pay fucking $1,200 for a rotary tattoo machine. It's absolutely obscene. That's it's literally sense. the exact same shit. Uh, it does the exact same job, right? It might not be like exactly the same machined little pieces in there, mm-hmm. but it's pretty fucking close. It's the same shit. Yeah, the, 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 it's always going to go down to the raw essentials, right? Where do they source the aluminum from and the copper from for this and then the wafers for that? It's all the same shit. It's just whoever puts it together is going to be right. It doesn't matter. Unless you get something that's German. Germans are weird. So they always tend to try to overdo things, right? And the Cheyenne pens, remember those first came out? I hated them. Hated. Yeah, Cheyenne was the first um, pen type rotary thing that I tried, and when I tried it, like the first day, I just absolutely fucking hated it. I was like, "Fuck this!" Yeah. Special. Basically, I just gave that shit back and (laughs) used my coils for another fucking five years. Yeah. Um, And then I went through a ton of different rotaries. Man, I bought uh, Bishop, Injectas, fucking FK, all of the above, etc. And the one I landed on that I liked the fucking most was Dragonhawk. <laughs> Not even a joke. Yeah, I was just—I had a Neotat. Remember those? Those were fucking the jam for a little while. Yeah. And I had a Neotat for a while. Yeah, Dragonhawk had to rip off of them. I bought the Dragonhawk one, ran like a top. It was fucking great. It was sixty right. bucks. It was—it ran forever. My Neotat kept fucking breaking. The stupid arms inside of them, you know? Right. Oh god, those stupid bushings just kept fucking popping. I just got that other one. I ran it forever. Like and hard too. It was like max voltage nine point seven. I'm like fifteen motherfuckers. This thing is just gonna hurt. It's gonna get hot. I don't want it running very well. This is just for packing big groupings. So uh, fucking I just shouldn't do that. Uh you ever use swash drives back in the day? Uh I used a swash drive for about a hour. <laughs> <laughs> Those didn't last very long, did they? I don't know why. Like, they just did not catch on, man. <laughs> if you ran it for too long, that flappy fucking part on the top was just going to fly off and fly hit off. somebody in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> they were neat. I like the sound on them. I don't know why. Same with, like, the Numas when they first started up. It sounded like a dentist drill because it was a fucking dentist right. drill, right? It, but the bad thing about them was, like, I thought it was okay, but you had to have that fucking compressor. 
those fucking poly lines running through those right bags. everybody's got lines running through the tattoo shop and bullshit it's blowing dirty ass air through your tattoo oh, machine fucking re hit it it hit your face if you run the line a certain way and it's like fucking you know make you close your eyes because you're just getting blasted with some fucking blood wind it was just such cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the maintenance on them was shit you know you had to oil them all the time you had to oil the lines you had to do all this it's just such but you can autoclave it what the fuck was that <laughs> no idea Is cassie hanging drywall again <laughs> maybe i have no idea <laughs> but she's productive as fuck that's cool <laughs> good golly oh there's some other stuff we had actually a couple questions but it popped up let me pull them up here this will be the end of our you and me talk time so <clears throat> Differences between a blowout and a blow under, because I, I made a video about this. But I want to get your take on this as well. I always wondered about the differences in types of blowouts I get sometimes. Which one would you can be? Which one would you consider to be worse? So, three questions in this. Will you get a blowout if you move your hand too slowly? I always seem to only get blow unders when I move my hand too slow. Thank you. So my terminology is probably going to be a little bit weird for you here because I've kind of coined this term. A blowout is oversaturation on the top layers, you know, of the dermis. A blow under is when the needle is passed through to the ECM, the bottom layer of the dermis, and it's collected pigment down there that slowly leads to that big bruising effect, right? For people at home, that's the fucking, that's, that's the separation here, right? One is going under the skin and traveling along the liquid semi-selected layer of cells and it slowly gets migrated out, but it's still in where the immunological cells are. So it can't be picked up and taken into the body. A blow out is just, you fucking put too much pigment in the spot. So when you see in a line, they'll have those bubbles, right? The hop skips and jumps right. that we see, holidays in between. So Professor Brian, PhD, because you got a fucking placard now, bro. <laughs> It says it's gonna get there fucking week. I laughed so hard when we were saying that shit. I was like, I'm fucking doing this right now. If you don't have it on your desk, I'm gonna be so hurt. Um, anyways, so first question was which of these do you consider to be worse? Blow out or a blow under? Okay, so what you're calling a blow under is what I would have generally called a blowout. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's so much worse. Because that is you tattooing like a pure fuck-faced idiot going way too deep, causing entirely too much damage. And not only that, actually putting somebody's like health kind of at risk, right? Like there's some there's some funkiness going on there. Um, <laughs> like if you do that shit to somebody, you just kind of deserve to get punched in the face. <laughs> 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 to to titrate or filter down what Brian had said, your technique is so poor that realistically you shouldn't be trying to do what you're trying to do right now. Honestly, you slow down, take a break, take a step back, and do that right. Because you can you can fix oversaturation if you're skilled, right? You can fix those fucking. I also call them leaky lines, right? Where they just kind of it looks like a hourglass right. curve. You can fix those if you know what you're doing, right? You try to match that. Well, even that and like. 50% of the time, that shit will dissipate anyway. Yeah. You know, it's it's not really a permanent fixture on the tattoo. 
And like, you could even go look at some of the best of the best tattoo artists and they still do it from time to time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just a fucking thing that happens. But if you're actively tattooing so fucking deep that you're doing quote unquote blow unders, yeah. you're an idiot. <laughs> There's only one way to describe that. You're an idiot that doesn't care to pay attention to what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. It was going to result in scarring more than likely, which is going to influence the tattoos and ages more, right? As the skin thins, as people get older, it's going to have a chance to move further and further out. I mean, one of the bonuses of a blow under when you get down to the ECM is that some of that pigment as the skin thins actually can be reabsorbed into the body, which can decrease that bruising effect over time. But where the fuck is that stuff going? On an aesthetic side, it's probably good, but on a fucking health side, probably not that great, right? Right. <laughs> Uh, I actually uh, just tattooed a girl, lady, however you want to say that. Um, she's a professional illustrator. She's on the Comic-Con circuit, etc. Got a tattoo on the inside of her arm. And yeah. the tattoo on the top part of her arm looks fine. But as it goes down, oh, no. you start to see the massive blow under that goes under oh, her arm. Because as sh- they came down to the inside of the bicep, they didn't adjust for skin depth. And just massively Fucking... tore up the tattoo. Oh god, that's one of those fallbacks to the the rotary machine specifically when people are using them because they're being pushed into the skin like Yurizumi, right? This is this is that mimic for that stuff. If you go too deep, it's catastrophic. You have to constantly adjust based on feel and also change your stretch, right? Coils are kind of like the right. towel, right? You're tapping. It self corrects as long as you don't hit it too hard, which is kind of great, right? If you if you set up your coil machine right. It's kind of foolproof because it will end up kind of self-correcting the depth, given that you're doing that magic word called give. <laughs> yeah, right. Your Fuck pen it. style rotary doesn't really have give. It does not have give. It does not. I thought Cassie just said in the background. It does. <laughs> she is out there playing with the dogs. So. Oh, I got you. That's cool. All right, so we got that stuff. So, so second question was, will you get a blowout? Uh, more commonly, if you move your hand really slow, the leaky lines. It depends right? on your machine speed. Mm-hmm. If you're running your machine super fast and your hand speed's super slow, then yeah, you're doing a lot of damage and a lot of dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> if you're moving your hand really slow, but your machine speed is also really slow, <clears throat> then you shouldn't really be having issues, right? Like your machine speed should be relative to your hand speed. And if you're having issues, depending on how fast or slow you're going, just adjust your fucking machine speed. Yeah, it's not it's, hard. It's not like a, a fixed thing. You don't have to run it specifically at one voltage, right? Yeah. Like you can just slow it down or speed it up depending on how you tattoo. I tattoo fast as fuck, so I run yeah. my liners really fast, and my hand speed is really fast. fast. Yep. Um, at times, though, I will run my liner at six volts because I'm moving my hands super fucking slow because I'm being really technical. Yeah. Right. So like. You shouldn't really have issues depending on how fast you're moving your hand, as long as you're keeping your machine speed relative. And if you're not keeping your machine speed relative, whoever taught you how to tattoo needs punch in the face. <laughs> Fucking wisdom. Shots fired. Shots fired, everyone. <laughs> this is the 10% technical knowledge aspect. Yeah. It's like driving a car. It doesn't just go one fucking speed. Different things you're right. doing, different technical stuff. You've got to slow down through the curves and you got to go fast on the highway. When the road is wet, you don't drive as fast. Exactly. <laughs> That's what <laughs> she said. 
Um, that's bad. Sorry. All right. So, okay. So, next question. This will be our last one. I think we'll be giving her time here. Uh, I'm just starting out out tattooing. I began in February, and my mother wants to get a foot tattoo. It's just small and only line line work. I'm more than confident I can do it. Just need to figure out how to get her foot uh, positioned without having to sit on the floor. Thanks a lot. What? Sit on a stool. The fuck? You, you sit on a stool. They should be on a table. Their foot should be higher than two inches off the fucking ground. You can raise the height of a bed. I don't understand. Like, are you just standing in the room and you're just not understanding how fucking physics work? Like, we we can raise things up. I need to get that fucking sound animation from like GI Joe. Remember at the end of the GI Joe commercials? It's like the more you know. It was like that fucking PSA shit. Like, this is Brian's corner where we ask him technical tattooing terms, and he's probably not gonna enjoy it. But this is some common sense, folks. Like, don't stick your head in the oven, right? Like, the foot—you don't have to tattoo with someone standing. Like, this is common sense. Oh my god! All right. Okay. Oh god. Um. <laughs> yeah. Though on a serious note, like a massage table is generally speaking pretty adjustable it can be like uh, relative to like two and a half feet to almost three feet off the fucking ground yeah so you're not gonna have to sit on the ground Just sit on a stool drop your stool yeah to its lowest position tattoo the foot tattoo the foot if you need to you can put the foot right on top of your knee Right, so their leg is relatively bent. If you need to just have something you can hold, if you need to, you can get another stool. Put their foot on a stool as long as it can be washed, right? It can be like wood or cloth seat, or a fucking armrest, or yeah, anything. anything. Like the, have the somebody goal. stand on their hands and knees and put their foot on that person's back. Yeah, who cares? There's a million <laughs> ways we can go about this. Put down some dental bibs first, people. We don't want their hands on that nasty floor, even if it's cleaned. Right. It's you wouldn't do that in the surgical room. Uh, it, it, that's maybe that's the big thing I think it also isn't being taught dude is that that idea about positioning I've been doing a series of videos for the, the YouTube channel about positioning basics simple right like how to tattoo behind the ear how to tattoo a hand how to do a forearm you know things like this like how to make people sit so that they can be comfortable I'm doing like ball and stick diagrams on a whiteboard and some of the fucking responses are people like I was never taught this I've been tattooing seven years like what how to tattoo a thigh how to tattoo a thigh or a bum bum tattoos are always garbage they bleed a lot painful it's just a pain the ass ah, you know that happened um but like you'll see <laughs> you see people trying to do it i love going to the conventions and walking around you can see people who've never had any help learning how to position they just lay right. people in the most like, everything should be about trying to make your job easier as a tattooer, not your client comfortable. It's not the job of the positioning thing. It's so you can do your job more effectively. A surgeon isn't going to position someone so that they're fucking comfortable while they take out their gallbladder. Sorry, I'm a side sleeper. Can you come in through the back? Sure. Like they don't do that. They're trying to make it as easy and fucking just like direct as they can. Plus, 
you know what you know what that person that just doesn't want to sit on the fucking floor all right there's thousands of tattoo artists all over the goddamn world that sit on the floor to tattoo just fucking nut up and do it yeah drape sheet drop it down i i love it like my my massage table is down low it's down low because i like to sit relatively high on my chair and i'll almost tattoo like i'm on the ground and i put everyone out because if you put them on a fuck massage table they can't run away they're already down it's it so. <laughs> I'm so opposite. My massage table is so high. I have a footstool under it so that they can step on the stool and then get on the table. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, dude. Yeah, I like to work arms at, you know, with the, like fucking 90 degrees, right? Not overextended. You're not like this, you know? You're not arms aren't next to your fucking face. You're get just sticking your eyeballs oh, in the yeah. needle. I like to have it just like that, right? Not lean into the tattoo. Try to keep your back straight. Just make sure you're fucking comfortable. You know? Would you sit and watch TV like this? No, you wouldn't fucking do that. You just <laughs> uh, that's something we should talk about some other time. Basic positioning stuff. We really should. We would have to do like a video. Maybe I'll just get Brooke to run around with a camcorder while I just record some shit. I could do that, dude. Hell yeah. Put it up on the YouTube. So that's our show for today. Thank you for listening. If you did find it enjoyable, please, if you wouldn't mind, you could hop over to your podcasting platform of choice that you listen to all your fancy podcasts on and leave us a review. Give us a like, stars, whatever it is. Um, Those reviews that you give us are really key to help push us up the charts. And so, because we've had a couple, let's read one out. Tattoo Nouvelle said honest accurate and entertaining conversations about tattooing from people who actually tattoo every day that's really nice you thank you we also got one from bob 666 bob 666 loving it great conversations love the honesty and humor everything is super relatable bob you're amazing thank you and you can be just like tattoo nouvelle and bob get your honest review read aloud we love hearing these things as well so If you want to go out there and do that, that would be really awesome. Updates on what's happening, at least in the near future. We've got a cognitive neuroscientist, one of the world's best oil painters, and me and Brian talking a whole bunch of trash about things that really shouldn't make us laugh. But that's in the future for today. We'll leave you. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Peace out.